And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And I know, I know most of you are happy that I finally got my butt back into the studio and I'm actually doing something that benefits you. I, 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 get, th I get that because I get emails from you guys. As a matter of fact, if you want to send me an email, send it to askal at luinc.com. Again, it's askal at luinc.com. When you send me that email, I'm, I'm going to answer that email. That's, that's just how I roll. Now, I will, I will tell you, my, my spam filter has been picking up some of these emails and it's been dropping your emails in the spam filter. So if I don't get back to you right away, chances are that's what's happened. But what you will find is that if you do wind up in my spam filter, I do check it before I hit the delete button. I think that's appropriate. And I've actually found some really great emails in, in my spam filter and, and I've gone ahead and answered you guys. So the one thing I want to bring up to you today is that the real estate market is doing great. I, I don't know what you're listening to out there that's telling you different. I don't know what you're hearing that's telling you the real estate market is about ready to crash. I don't, I don't see any of that. And I, and I will tell you this. For the last two weeks, while I was being selfish and recovering from what turns out to be pretty major surgery, I've been watching everything that you don't have time to watch. Yeah, I'm your eyes and I'm your ears. I'm taking a look at the news. I'm seeing what the financial reports are. I'm, I'm watching. Yeah, okay. I got on Twitter for a little while because, okay, Elon Musk is supposed to buy it, yada, yada, yada. So I figured, okay, well, maybe, maybe if Elon Musk buys it, may, maybe Twitter becomes a kind of a, a free speech platform again. So yeah, I was one of those guys that kind of jumped back on there. And of course, as soon as I got back on Twitter, I just, just got myself all upset because there, there are a lot of people in this country that just absolutely have no idea about anything. <laughs> it just amazes me. You, you probably agree with me. Yeah, you probably agree with me. So for the last two weeks, I was, I was looking at all the stuff that you don't have time to look at. And of course, one of the things I did look at that I know you do have time to look at is the stock market. I, I took a look at what the stock market was doing because I was concerned about all of you that are not divested from the stock market. You're still in the stock market. And even though, you know, the stock market gave up, what, around 30 percent? I guess it depends on what index you're following. It depends on how your portfolio is arranged. It depends on whether you're in aggressive stocks or non-aggressive stocks. All this stuff matters in your portfolio. I get that. But let's just throw a big number against the wall and let's just say the stock market dropped 30%. Now, one of the things that y'all saw that I saw too, was that the stock market seemed to have come back last week. I mean, I'm actually looking at uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Actual, that's what they call it. And, you know, the, the stocks, or I should say the index, because it's, it's a collection of stocks, the index itself was, was pretty much trading sideways for about a month. And then all of a sudden, it started tra trading upwards and trending upwards and it closed last week at a higher number and the problem i see with this stock chart is that it's giving you something called false hope yeah you're getting something called false hope from the stock chart so let me explain myself okay so for four weeks the stock market literally it just 
kind of went sideways. It went sideways, which which is good news for people that are watching the stock market melt down, because what you're thinking is that this could be the bottom. This this could be where all of a sudden the stock market hits whatever bottom it's created for itself and it will come roaring back. And my financial planner will be absolutely right because I will have dollar cost average myself through this this whole mess and everything will be fine in the future. But here's the problem. When I look at this stock chart, and, and I'm going to tell you right up front, I spent a lot of time and treasure teaching myself how to read stock charts and things like that because this was, this was a type of investing I used to do way back in the day. I don't do it anymore for two reasons. One, too time intensive. And number two, too time intensive. Yeah, you heard me correctly, too time intensive. Really what I should have told you was number two is I don't have any control over the markets. I have no control over the markets. What I'm trying to do is use information and time things as effectively as I can. Yeah, that's that's how I use and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So this is what I think is going on in the markets based on, you know, what I know about the markets. And I don't own any of those series licenses. So I can't sell you any of the stock market stuff. The stock market, at least the Dow Jones Industrial actual, went up last week. It actually did a lot better than it had done the previous four, five weeks. But here's the problem that I see. The volume, the trading volume, in other words, the number of shares that were transacted, the volume for the week was better than the previous week. That's, that's always a good sign. However, the volume was not at the level of what we call the 50-week moving volume line. I know I've just lost a ton of you and I, and I apologize for that. The point I want to make is this. I don't think this stock market is, is complete with losing value. I really don't think it's complete with losing value. Now, I don't want to turn this into a stock market show. I just want you to know that if you are still in the stock market, buckle up and be prepared for the stock market to do what the stock market traditionally does, because that's pretty much what it does. It sets you up for all these expectations, all these hopes that you have for the future, and then somewhere magically through time, it goes in a different direction. Now, I want you to also know that you're a little tiny fish in a giant ocean called the stock market. And in that giant ocean called the stock market, there are whales. There are actual whales. And, and whales are these, these giant institutional investors that buy and sell massive numbers of shares of stocks. So the point I'm getting at is this. When it came time for this surgery, it was a no-brainer. It was, it was all, it was all, all the decision-making was based on how fast can I physically get into the operating room because of, of certain medications that I was on based on certain other health problems that I had. So once, once we, we knew I was at the, the back end of taking all these blood thinners, I started talking with my neurosurgeon. I said, hey, we got to get this going on. And he's like, yeah, okay. So he put me like right to the front of the line because he knew I'd been waiting for a long time. And, and literally Friday before the surgery, he called me up to tell me, hey, we're going to change everything because we're no longer going in for like what we would consider like a level three kind of surgery. We're going in for like a level nine kind of surgery. Okay, just kind of gives you an idea of, of the intensity level of, of the surgery that I went through. 
Now, did I have to talk to anybody at Lifestyles Unlimited and beg for time off? I did not. I absolutely did not. It's, it's soon, as soon as I finished speaking with my doctor, I just be- basically let the radio guys know, hey, here's the surgery date. Here's, here's what I think it's going to take. Uh, for, I'm, I'm probably going to need a week off maybe two at the most based on my, my, my previous experience. And, and they're like, cool, bro. If you need more, you just let us know. It was as simple as that. It was as simple as that. And I'm doing radio right now because I want to do radio right now. I want to share with you information that I've been gleaming over the last two weeks that I've not been able to share with you Because I've literally been, well, you know, it's part of the pain management problem that I'm working through. Okay, let me just tell you this before we move on. When you become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, you're going to meet some pretty exceptional people. Yeah, some pretty exceptional people. And and I'm not talking about just the people that, you know, are on all of our banners that have won national awards and things like that. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your fellow Lifestyles Unlimited members. You're going to meet people that will become colleagues of yours. And eventually, these relationships will morph into friendships. They will morph into friendships. And you will become friends with with people that work in all different segments of our economy. You will also become friends with people that don't work in all segments of the economy. They, they, they wrecked those careers. They, they got rid of those careers. They became members of Lifestyles Unlimited, like you need to do. And they changed their life. Now, who are these people? Who are these people you get to meet? You know, it, it kind of reminds me of that. Uh, who, these are the people in your neighborhood. Remember that? Is that Sesame Street? Come on. Come on. Help me out, guys. Hey, if, if you remember what show that was, send me an email at askal at L-U-I-N-C dot com. Just put a smile on my face because I think it was Sesame Street. These are the people in your neighborhood. OK, so the, the point is this. I met I met a guy with a really cool first name. Now, you might laugh at his first name. You might laugh at his first name because it's not a, it's not a common name that we hear in America. It's not. But it's a, I think it's a fairly common name in the part of the, the world where he originated from. This gentleman's name is Leor. Yeah, you heard me correctly. Leor, like Lee, L-E-E, and Or. Like, like, like you're saying, Lee or John, or Lee or Sally. Okay, so it's Leor. It's, it's, it's actually a kind of a cool name, but I had never met anybody by the name of Leor before in my life. Now, here's the interesting thing about Leor. He had, he's got a retirement problem. He's got a huge retirement problem. He's no different than, than I was. He is working on solving his retirement problem. So what does he do for a living, right? You're probably wondering, okay, I'll spill it. What does this guy do? Well, he's a physician. Yeah, he's like one of those real doctors. Not one of those, you know, I'm, I'm not going to bag on anybody. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay in the 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 positive realm. And I'm just going to tell you that Lior is a real doctor. And not only is he a real doctor, he is a emergency room physician. This guy is on the front line of whatever nastiness the world can do to people 
And when we get those people to the ER, he's the first guy that gets in line to save your life. That's, that's what this guy does for a living. So Lior, he becomes a friend and he takes an interest in my life. As a matter of fact, he had been following everything that I've been talking about on the radio because not only is he correcting his life from a retirement standpoint, he is also advising me from a medical standpoint. And I will tell you this, that guy is making a difference in my life. When we come back from the break, I'll tell you why. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. When you look at the effects of what happened in 2008 and you compare it to what we are hopefully coming out of right now, real estate has definitely shown its resiliency. It has provided for people not only a place to live, but a place to work, a place to raise their children, a place to teach their children, a place to prepare all of their meals. And that's really where the rubber meets the road, is that there are two things that people have to have, and they strive very hard to have them. And that's a roof over their head and food on the table. And if you are investing in something related to either of those two things, you are going to have a winning strategy. And in addition to that, you're providing something of value to the people around you. And creating a win-win situation while creating wealth and passive income for yourself is the best life you can get. Real estate is resilient. You should have real estate in your portfolio. Join us for the next live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, listening to the show will change your life, period. It's going to change your life. Hopefully, it's going to change it in the direction you want it to change into. I mean, it did for me. It, it does for all of my fellow Lifestyles Unlimited members. Now, there, there are some folks that do have some hiccups. They, they do have some hiccups. They have some, some problems integrating into what we do. And, and sometimes it's just because they can't let go of what they've been doing for so long. It's, it's so ingrained in them, they feel like they're doing something wrong by stepping away from doing what society told them to do, which, by the way, is not getting you to where you're intending to get to. Which brings me back to Lior, or I should say Dr. Lior. Now, I'm not going to give you his last name, okay? First of all, with his first name, it's probably not going to be real hard to find this guy if, if you really want to stalk him. Don't stalk my buddy. Are we tracking? Okay. So... Here, here's what Lior did to me, though. He, uh, out of the blue, he, uh, he sends me an email and introduces himself as a fellow Lifestyles Unlimited member. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, he wants to talk real estate, right? Wrong. He wanted to talk health. And he didn't want to talk his health. He wanted to talk about my health. And you know why? Because I talk about my health on this radio show. I'm an open book to you guys. I am a complete open book. I want you to learn from the lessons that this body creates for not only me, but for you. I could be selfish and I could keep it all to myself, but I choose not to do that. I choose to share it with you. So as a result of that, I, I share a lot of health information. And well, I was talking about, you know, the, the heart attack that I had a year ago. And, and Lior was, was listening 
to these shows through the podcast because that's when he's he's able to listen to the shows. And he's like, OMG. And that's short for, oh, my goodness. OK, um, he's like, I know exactly what what Al needs. I know exactly what Al needs. So he shoots me an email and he says, hey, man, I, I just want to talk to you about your health. And I'm like, OK, well, this is a little little out of the blue. You don't get emails, you know, from fellow members talking about my health. But you are a doctor. So therefore, you are more than well qualified to talk about stuff that I've been I've been spewing over the airways. Right. So he says, look. I want to I want to talk to you about a lifestyle that is different from what you're 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 doing now. And and I said, OK, so are we going to talk real estate? And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't. We're not we're not Mickey Mousing around with that real estate stuff. We're going to talk about health. And what he suggested to me was that my entire life of following an American diet is is one of the primary reasons why I probably found myself not in his emergency room, but in another emergency room having a heart attack. And he was concerned for me. One of the things Leo has done is, is he's actually changed some behaviors in his life. And one of the behaviors that he and his wife changed was the behaviors regarding what goes into their bodies through their mouth, right? You tracking with me? What they eat, right? And he's, he's a vegan. Yeah, you heard me correctly. He's a vegan. Now, there are those of us out there that would love to make 100 jokes about vegans. Okay, we, we'd love to make 100 jokes about vegans. And part of it is because we're, we're carnivores, right? All right. And sometimes when, when people come to you with these concepts of like, you know, veganism, they, they, these, these tend to be folks that tend to, for whatever reason, we, we get the perception that they're, they're kind of outliers. They're just kind of out there on the fringe of the rest of the world, you know, and we're going to let them do what they're going to do as long as they don't bother me, right? Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of how I approached veganism. Now, 27 years in the Army, I had met a couple of people that were vegetarians, not full-blown vegans, but vegetarians. And, and what they found by serving in the United States Army was it was really hard to follow a pure vegetarian diet, especially if you're out in the field and, you, you know, there's only certain things you're going to be able to eat, right? So being a vegan in the United States Army, wow, that, that's got to be even tougher because, you know, they, I, the, the big difference between the two is, you know, vegetarians will allow certain types of foods that vegans will not allow. So, so your vegans are your more, your, we'll call them your, your, your rangers, your army rangers. Okay. They're, they're very, very specialized in what they do. And, and that's what they do. And they, and, and that's, that's how it is. And then we could call like the vegetarians, like, I don't know, the, the special forces, people, you know, very, very similar, very, very close, but with completely different mission mindset. Okay. All right. So let me get back to Lior because Lior was concerned about my health. And one of the things that Lior wanted to do for me is he wanted to give me a book that he read that actually helped him to change his life. And the book it's, it's, a, I'll go ahead and a shameless plug for this, this book, because Lior, believe it or not, I have started reading this book. Now, I realize you gave me this book 
like well, more than 120 days ago. I get it. I get. I I warned you. I went to business school. Expect me to be a slow reader, but also expect me to be the kind of reader that when I read something, I absorb it and it makes sense to me. So this this book he gave me was called How Not to Die. Yes, it's, that's that's what it's called. How Not to Die. It's written by a physician by the name of. Michael Greger. And essentially what he talks about in this 475 page book, which is very small print. I want to point that out, Lior. Yeah. And in my defense, this is why it's taken so long, because there's not a lot of pictures in here. Remember, business school. You went to medical school. I went to business school. Remember? OK, so but let me let me just take something right out of the very beginning of the book. And it just hits you square between the eyes. America's number one killer is a different kind of terrorist. Wow. Hey, you know, that's right up my alley because those are the kind of people that, you know, I hunted for a very long period of time. Wait a minute. He's not talking about Al-Qaeda. What's he talking about? He says fatty deposits in the walls of your arteries called, oh, I'm going to butcher the word, but here it comes, plaque. All right. You medical guys, you know exactly what, what, what it's called. I, I, I'm going to butcher it again. Atherosclerotic. I see. I, this is why I did not go to medical school. So I also had difficulty passing eighth grade English. Were you all tracking with me? All right. So, so what he's basically telling me is, and here I'll just read it to you. He says, for most Americans raised on a conventional diet, that would be me, plaque accumulates inside the coronary arteries, the blood vessels that crown the heart, hence coronary, and supply it with oxygen-rich blood. This buildup of plaque, known as arthro oh here we go again, arthrosclerosis. I hopefully I got it closer from the Greek word. Okay, so so the bottom line is this doctor is doing a a, a very very deep dive into why al almost died over a year ago and and essentially what he's telling me is it's all the stuff you've been putting in your body whether you chose to or you chose not to do it you still put it into your body and you wound up in the er at the age of 57 suffering a heart attack yeah that is not a normal occurrence for most americans age 57. It has to do with the fact that my diet was terrible. I know my diet was terrible. And even when I would diet, my diet was still terrible. Because what this book is getting at is that I have to change some things in my life. I have to change some of my eating habits, which I'm doing. I am actually making changes in my life based on information provided to me by a fellow Lifestyles Unlimited member that actually cares about me. Isn't it cool that you can create relationships with other Lifestyles Unlimited members and those relationships can actually come back and help you in different ways that you never imagined? I mean, that's that's the relationship that Lior and I have. He has been able to assist me with changing some things that I have been doing incorrectly in my life when it, with regards to health. And I'm getting a positive result. I am getting a much better result. Now, I, I have not been able to do the full-blown vegan thing. I, 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 I cannot, I just, 
my brain is not there yet. It's not there yet. But let me compare that to my real estate investing journey and how I was able to get myself retired in two years. When I, when I started doing everything that I was taught to do by Lifestyles Unlimited, I wasn't there yet. I wasn't there yet. The difference was I, I was armed with knowledge. I had sought out a mentor. I had spent time with that mentor and we developed a plan together. Basically it was my plan, but I had somebody who had been there, done that, got the t-shirt advising me on whether or not my plan as I developed it was effective or not. Well, see, that's kind of what Leo is doing to, for me, but from a health perspective, he is, he is kind of in an indirect way. He is, he is helping me to see a completely different side of my health that I, to be honest with you, I pretty much have just blown off for the majority of my life because that's, that's how we Americans roll, right? That's how you roll. That's how I roll. Okay. Let's, let's, let's talk about, let's, let's talk about that American diet. Shall we? All right. So what'd you have for breakfast this morning? Huh? What'd you have? How much garbage was in there? How much processed material was in there? How much of it was natural? I'm not going to use the word organic because I think organic is abused. I really do. I think organic is abused. Really, all organic means is that we're not going to put man-made chemicals and man-made stuff in into the garden. And therefore, you know, the stuff's still going to grow. It's going to do great. It probably is not going to be as resistant to insects and, and, and other things that could damage it. But eventually those those products get to market, right? Even in the current supply chain, those products get to market. And they're an opportunity for us to eat them, right? But what did you put in your mouth this morning? I will tell you what I put in my mouth. I put two eggs, a, a small tortilla. Okay, now tortilla is probably not as healthy as it could have been because it was not handmade. It was store-bought. I threw a little, little cheese in there because I like a little cheese in there. And I throw a lot of hot sauce in there because, well, I have to stay away from salt because I had a heart attack. So salt's not, not my friend, right? So I, I've, I've found salsas and hot sauces that I like that don't have salt in them. And wow, they're really good. So that's what I had for breakfast. But let me tell you what I probably would have had for breakfast, let's say 20 years ago. 20 years ago, let's see, let's go back in time. Oh, do I have to pull that time machine out? No, we're not going to do that. We're not going to pull the time machine out. But 20 years ago, I will tell you this. 9-11 had occurred. Yeah, 9-11 had occurred. And my life was at a pace that it had never been at before. So when it came to eating breakfast, it pretty much boiled down to whatever I could grab if I remembered to grab something. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? All right. And and then you get through the day and then you're hungry, right? And it's like, ah, I didn't bring any food. So, you know, you 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 see what kind of snacks around the office and stuff like that. So so what do you wind up doing? You you wind up ingesting all of this stuff that's it's that's really not good for your body. And and this stuff goes into your body. 
And not all of this stuff that goes into your body gets eliminated from your body. Some of this stuff, well, it, it likes your body. It hangs out with your body. Yeah, it creates the plaque in your arteries that will cause you to have a heart attack and go to the ER and meet Lior. Yeah, and you don't, you don't want to do that. And that's part of the reason Lior gave me the book. Now, here's a way that I can help Lior. Okay, now let's be very, very honest. I'm going to be open and honest with you. Lior is a brilliant man. I think that anybody that can get through the American medical establishment and earn the the degree of doctor and then get through all the residency stuff and actually get to a point in their life where they're they're able to practice and they're able to help people like me. I think people like that are brilliant. I really do. And I also think they they have they have a lot of self-control. They have to have a lot of self-control because man when you're studying like 20 hours a day that's you either got to love the information or you got to have a lot of self-control or there's a balance between the two, right? Yeah, there's probably a balance between the two. Okay. And here's the other thing. I want my doctors to be exactly like that. I, I do. I want them to be the best of the best. I, I want medical schools to weed out inferior applicants because I don't want an inferior applicant messing around with the workings of my body. Yeah, you tracking, right? Okay, so let's get back to Lior. We've already established he's brilliant. We've already established that he has a very, very solid medical mind. What we are doing for Lior now is we are helping Lior develop his financial mind. Because like every other doctor out there, every other nurse out there, every other physician's assistant out there, everybody else out there that is involved in the medical field, in, in other words, providing medical services to Americans, every one of those people were taught the same lie that the rest of us were taught. It's the same lie. Yeah, go to school, get good grades, right? Okay, Leo did all that stuff. He, he got good enough grades to get into medical school. He graduated medical school. He, he got through residency. He's an ER doctor. He's making really great money. But here's part of the problem. It's really expensive, really expensive to pay for all that education. I mean, you think about it. You got to get, what, four years of college, right? And then you got like three years of doctor school, right? And then you got like, I don't know, one to three years of residency stuff. Okay, so that's, that's like 10 years right there. 10 years you got to pay for. Okay, and and... If you're going to go to the right school, they ain't cheap. They ain't cheap. They, they know what they're worth, and they're going to charge you every nickel of it because they're in business too. Do not forget that all of these end educational ed entities out there, all these colleges and universities, whether they are private or they are public, they are in business to make a profit. Yes, I said it, and I absolutely believe it. And yes, all of you nonprofits, so to speak, you know, well, we're funded by the school. We're not here to make money. Oh, really? You're not. So why didn't you guys lower all your tuition when my daughter could not physically go to your campus over the last year and a half, two years to pursue her degree? Yeah, you didn't lower the price on her degree, did you? 
Now you did, you did lower the services and, but you didn't reduce the price. All right. So let me get back to Lior's situation. So Lior, like a lot of medical professionals out there is, 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 has his thing called student loan debt. And it's, it's not fun. You don't want it. You want it to go away. As a matter of fact, one of the things that they, they teach you to do, I think, in doctor school is, is the first thing you do is get that great paying job and you start paying all that stuff off, right? So, so what do you do for the first five or 10 years of actually being a doctor? You, you still continue to live a frugal life because you're, you're trying to do what Dave Ramsey tells you to do, which is get out of all that debt. Okay, Lior is taking a different path. He has taken a different path. He became a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. He is buying into residential income producing assets. He is moving away from all those 401ks, all, all that stuff that's out there. And he's moving his money into assets that perform better for him, give him control over the asset itself. He controls when he enters the asset. He controls when he exits the asset. He doesn't have to worry about the market like, you know, blowing up, waking up one morning, all of a sudden the, the market melts down, you know, 10%. He's also invested in an asset which is performing well against this thing called inflation. Yeah, that's another thing that I noticed was going on the last couple of weeks. 9.1% inflation. Weren't we told this was transitory? Well, if you listen to the show, you know I told you back then when they said it was transitory, it was all nonsense and that we were going to this place where we are now, which is, to be honest with you, it's the new normal. But here's, here's the difference between being a real estate investor and a, let's say, somebody that's invested in the, the stock markets you know, through those retirement plans. Your real estate assets have been keeping pace or outperforming what inflation has done to the American dollar. Now that you, you folks in the stock market, all you're hoping for is dollar cost averaging. Yeah, you're hoping it comes back. Just remember when it goes down 30%, it's got to come back 60% just for you to break even. But Lior, he's already ahead. As a matter of fact, we just got to get him into more assets and it's going to be beautiful for him. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.